state and still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Forum. I go by the name of Charles Diamond, a.k.a. Charlie Black, here with... Ali, a.k.a. Unwritten Ali. Raj, a.k.a. Unwritten Rambus. Raj, how do you feel about Ali just, like, swaggerjacking your brands? <laughs> you know what? It's like... I take it as a compliment. It's like all those like film rooms that's popped up when uh, Pete put Laker film room. So I'm expecting a bunch of unwritten's to just come up. You're talking about that. You're talking about that South Bay Laker film room guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that dude trash. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, real, real bad. Um, but for real though, you know, that's I. I feel like I feel like that's you know maybe Ali, maybe you can be unwritten guidelines. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I'll, I'll be under unwritten standard operating procedures. You feel me? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just free publicity, Raj. Uh, I'll take it. I'll take all the promo. Uh, imitation is the highest form of flattery. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so so exactly. if the if the Lakers were flattering anyone right now, the Lakers would be flattering and. Confidence. <laughs> it's it's, it's twelve thirty a.m. It's it's too late to cry. Like the, the crying time has just passed. So I'm just gonna let that one slide. I feel like that's a line from a poem or something. The crying time has passed. That's kind of nice. That's poetic. It's a bar. Bars. Spitting fire. I was trying. To, I was gonna be like speaking of spitting fire, but I don't really have anything. There's no natural segue. <laughs> there was no, there was no natural segue, so we're just gonna talk about the Lakers now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, spitting fire, Coachella weekend three. There you go. No, that's a terrible segue. Just kidding. sorry. Where were you going with that? Wait, there isn't a weekend three, is there? It's just two weekends. Coachella. Yeah. There's three. Oh, there is. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Learn something new. I didn't know it was a multi-weekend thing. I thought it was like one thing. No, there's, was... there's there's three weekends, and I think the first one's like always the best one. But yeah, no, it's like a three-weekend thing. I've never been. Uh. I'm not speaking as a professional, but I, you know, I I I see the tweet the tweets. Huh. I always thought it was two. Watch me be wrong, and I just sound like an idiot. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's three, and I have no doubts in my mind that Rick is doing research right now. I'm I'm actually not, only because I'm going to a music festival this weekend. So I'm like, I don't even care about Coachella. I got my own. <laughs> I'm literally looking. <laughs> I knew I knew Raj was gonna look. I, I knew I I thought somebody was. <laughs> yeah, when Raj said I think it's two, he was being very kind. <laughs> He wanted to say, nah, dog, it's two. Yeah, it's it's two. I just looked. um, They only only have two, at least for purchase. So unless the third one... Wait, what? No, I I swear there used to be three weekends. I... Okay, it is really late, so I could be wrong, but like... (laughs) I swear there used to be three weekends. Wait, wherever you went, that wasn't... (laughs) That wasn't Coachella, Ali. I don't know where you went (laughs) that weekend. We, uh... Um, can we scratch the tape? Can we restart this? My man just went to Chicago for some <laughs> weekend, and it just so happened that there were mad musicians. <laughs> Wait, no, the the fire festival was real. <laughs> as real as the third weekend in Coachella. Damn. As real as the Lakers shadow executive. We're never uh-huh. doing a podcast at tw- we're never doing a podcast at twelve thirty a.m. And this is this is the one and only time. <laughs> all right so coachella only has two weekends this has been a lovely start 
<laughs> no, that was no. You set me up. You set me up. Now we got a segue. Coachella only has two weekends, and yet the Lakers don't have a coach or a basketball president of basketball operations. I try to do something there, there, you know. Yeah, I thought we do have uh, it. No, we do. His name's Rob Palenka. <laughs> and Kurt Rambis, right? We got our team. Yeah, I was waiting. I was waiting for the Rambis. I I was letting Raj have that just because his name is unwritten Rambus, so I was just gonna let him have it. <laughs> I'm just gonna do that till they hire me. I mean, right? The you, Lakers? Well, yeah. Did you did you apply for the social media role? <laughs> I, I feel like I'm underqualified for that one, but overqualified for the president of basketball ops one. So like. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're un, no, you're underqualified. You you literally have to be. You know, you had to work there before. So you could you could go to social media and then go there. You just have to work in the Lakers at some point. That's true. But I mean, did Palinka do that? I feel like he took the shortcut. So he well, no, he was with Kobe. Oh, yeah, also, true. I don't know. I've seen your video breakdowns. I've seen like the videos <laughs> you put together. I think you might be a little too overqualified. Like you're, <laughs> you're you're you know you're trying to showcase some good defense. I don't know. I don't know if that's really what we need out of a president of basketball operation. Rob Rob would watch it and just be like, you know, he knows his stuff, but does he know books? <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't talk about books enough. Can he quote the Art of War off the top of the head? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have Sun Tzu right off the tip of your tongue, I don't know if you're going to be a fit in this organization. <laughs> his test to see if you should get hired is he hands you a book, and if you don't put on reading glasses to read the book, you're automatically not hired. Because <laughs> then you just aren't smart enough, or don't look the part. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> that was a that was a solid six and a half minute start to the podcast. There, <laughs> that was that was great. Yeah, is it? Uh, are we saying bye? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think you can tell that this is like we're reaching double digits in the episodes because, like, you know, yeah. we got a solid subscriber base now. So, like. <laughs> I feel like they're just rocking with us, you know? <laughs> you got to deal with it. Oh, uh, thank you guys for... If you're still listening, thank you. Yeah. Oh. All right, so we're going to talk about the Lakers now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we good. We good. I'm, I think that woke me up. You know what we're going to do? We're going to be really self-referential right now. We are going to first start off the podcast with a tweet from our very own Unwritten Rules. Ooh. Okay. Uh, it's it's a little inception though because that tweet is quoting somebody else. <laughs> Not gonna lie, when you when you said uh, we're gonna start off with something, I kind of had a little uh, minor attack just because I thought of school and usually when everyone's tired, the teacher makes you stand up and do stuff, and so I thought you were gonna tell us to stand up, and I was kind of freaking out. Oh, like when they're like stand up and stretch because yeah. I see some I see some yawns in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I thought you were about to do have us do an activity, and I was just I was I was a little scared. We're going to shake out those yawns. <laughs> That's my teacher voice. You have a pretty good teacher voice. Thanks, bro. Of course. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> Raj tweeted, quoting Dave McMiniman on 710 ESPN LA Radio, I think the trust that LeBron has in the Lakers organization has been damaged. Right now, it's a tough bridge that has fallen that's going to need to be put back together. Whoever's involved there is going to have to be an initial thing proven with a coach and then free agency. Trouble in paradise, gentlemen? According to LeBron, no. <laughs> 
I got so much crap. Like, because today, I guess, Dave McMenamin went back on the radio and was like, yeah, those are just, like, my thoughts. And then, like, everyone came back to me like, oh, my God, what are you doing spreading fake news? I was like. (laughs) (laughs) Genie about to get you suspended, bro. I know. I promise adding Genie, like, on my tweets doesn't help. Like, I promise. There's no reason to do that. What, adding Genie? Like, they at her, like, on my tweets. uh, Like, at Genie, look what you're doing. Like, stop, please. Yeah, no, I I, I really dislike when people uh, tweet back at you and at the players. I know. It's it's so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I did not ask for that. (laughs) (laughs) This this tweet was for an intended audience of not the player. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason I said Josh Hart, not at Josh Hart. Facts. Like I don't know how to add their name, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like let me help you. Here you go. No. <laughs> oh wow! Thank you for doing that thing I could have done myself and chose specifically not to do. No, the best is when they at the person, and then it becomes a whole thread with like them and another person. So Josh Hart, or oh, whichever man. person gets tagged in it a million times, and I'm just at the top of the tweet and just like I have no part in this. I swear. And they know, right, that they're adding you every time, but they don't care. They just keep <laughs> replying to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I tweet out the link to this episode, I'm going to add Josh Hart just because he got so <laughs> many shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. What was Dave's quote? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it wasn't Dave's quote. It was your quote. Yeah, it was uh, your uh, yeah, you fake news. <laughs> Under more like unwritten fake news. Am I right? <laughs> um all right so yeah um dave mcminiman lied to ali i mean lied to raj (laughs) and said that lebron didn't trust the organization he liked all of us and then lebron got on snapchat and was like "Uh uh-uh i don't know what y'all talk about (laughs) i dude i love watching that snapchat i mean that snapchat oh i can't even talk i love watching that uh instagram story that was so funny to me that was that was lebron because Okay, realistically, you think it was true and LeBron's just saving face? Well, I think he's not going to come out and like, yeah, I agree with what Dave said, right? And I just think like he was at the Laker facility and like felt good. I was like, let me just post something. He also didn't need to do that or didn't have to because with it, he disagrees. So he didn't have to disagree. That's true. Maybe just he just saw the headlines and like didn't want it public. I'm not sure. I mean, I think LeBron's, like, done this before, right? Like, LeBron has said yeah. something to Joe Varden or Dave McMiniman, and then, like, yeah. they report it, and it becomes something big, and LeBron's like, ah, easy. I, like, I said A, but what I meant was ah, like, calm down. <laughs> I think I think I remember he's like, I love David Blatt, and then, like, the next, like, three days later, he's, like, fired. He's like, what? What happened? <laughs> Not Davey B. <laughs> LeBron, yeah. LeBron got the intel that he's going to get fired soon. So he's like, you know what? I'm just going to talk really good about him just so yeah. I look good. Um, yeah, I mean, you would you would have to be crazy if you were LeBron to not have a little bit of your faith shaken in the front oh, office, right? right? Absol- yeah. Absolutely. I'm I'm certain that the thing that sold him, it wasn't just LA. I think Magic did probably did a really good job of selling it to LeBron and mm-hmm. just having him leave without even telling LeBron and probably whatever game plan that Magic talked to LeBron about is now all like just in raw Palinka's hands, which, you know, understandably so, LeBron might be a little upset about. Because mm-hmm. so, Rob has little fingers. 
Sorry, I don't watch I don't watch Game of Thrones, and so I just thought that would be a little. He's got sorry, that's probably sorry. like the worst Game of Thrones reference like I've ever heard. Oh, I'm I'm all for bad jokes. I love bad jokes. Like I, I knew how bad this one was, and I was like, I'm gonna take full advantage of it. Um, but this was like the first time we <laughs> first time we heard like. Like, he didn't say it, obviously, but, like, trade request was kind of, like, hidden in that quote, right? Like, at the 100%. end. Yeah, where he's like, I might have to cut bait. And I don't think Dave McMenamin was just like, let me just throw this on the radio, like, out of nowhere. Like, he must have heard this somewhere. So I think that was, like, the thing that jumped out at me was that's the first time you've actually heard that in uh, the public. Also, isn't Dave McMenamin really close to LeBron? Yeah, like that's his thing, right? At ESPN, is yeah. like he's close to LeBron. He, they flew him from LA to Cleveland, back to LA, and then, yeah, yeah, you could get no closer to LeBron as yeah. a journalist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe it's a maybe it's a deal. He has to like let like Dave was t- told to like tell the world about this, and then yeah. LeBron told him I'm going to dispute it just to just so that people get a hint, just a little hint <laughs> of how he feels. I'm sure he, like, texted Dave. He's like, look, Dave, I'm just going to go on Instagram real quick. This isn't, like, personal to you, but. <laughs> uh, look, I'm, I'm going to go on Instagram to my 1.9 million followers, and I'm going to call bullshit on everything you said. But, like, it's nothing personal. <laughs> I'm going to film them talking about it and just the headline and know that you are the reason for this headline, and I'm disputing it, but it's nothing personal, nothing towards you at all. I like you. <laughs> Like, what I got in my mentions was probably, like, 30 million times that to Dave McMenamin's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a taste. Just a taste. Yeah. I'm certain they have their notifications all, like, turned off. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, you couldn't live. You couldn't no. live. No. There's no way. So one little thing in there that, like, I didn't get to tweet out, but it was kind of interesting. He said the Lakers would are going to try to just add through free agency and not trades, which was kind of just slipped under there. In the quote, which I thought was pretty interesting too, which means they have no confidence that anyone's going to talk to them. So they're just going to try to get through free agency. So it's almost like our biggest fantasy of the Lakers not trading away the young core might happen purely by (laughs) a a desire to not talk to the Lakers on other teams' part. (laughs) Um, Which, you know, if, if the... I guess if the ends justify the means, I don't. I don't really know. Um, I mean, Palinka, Palinka can just say, "I don't want to talk to you guys." So then it looks like he's, you know, he's the one who doesn't want to talk to others. They don't want to talk. It's not that they don't want to talk to him. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys think that? So I, I thought. So I agree that that was an interesting piece. I also thought that that was an interesting piece to be coming from um, Dave. And by proxy, yeah. I guess, from LeBron. Do you think that that was... Uh, uh, he was revealing that to us as a as something the, fr- the front office might have, you know, inferred to LeBron or, or hinted at to LeBron? Or do you think he was saying that as LeBron saying, look, we need everybody who's here right now because I don't know what minimum guys are going to come. Like, let's focus on... For-. Like, was that... Do you think that was the front office's word or LeBron's desire? I think that's from LeBron. I don't think the front office is talking to anybody right now. At least that's, that's what I'm hearing. So I think it, that's from LeBron's camp. I feel like if the front office were to talk to somebody too, I think it would be either Ramona or it'd be uh, because Rob is good friends with Woj. 
I guess. Yeah. It would be Woj. Which is weird. It's weird saying that Woj has good intel on the Lakers. <laughs> this is all very weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of funny because I'm now used... I think I'm like officially, like as of a, a week ago, I'm used to it now. Like now, anytime there's bad news, it doesn't like pierce me as much. It's just I'm used to it now, which is bad. Yeah, we're all dead inside already. Yep, yep that was... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you said that, I was like, yep, that's so true. <laughs> Like I, I was, I was fully expecting Rambus to be in charge, or yeah. you know, work, working with Plinka. We all, we, we even said this on a, we even said that on a past episode. Yeah, like of course it's Rambus, right? Like uh, whatever can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah. Well, okay. So if we don't mind me moving on, there's something I did want to discuss. So Jason Kidd yeah. was interviewed for the head coaching vacancy. And he was interviewed by both Rob Palenka and Kurt Rambis. So now I have two things to say. One, I am on wax as defending a Jason <laughs> Kidd hire, right? Yes, you are. I want I want it to be made clear that at that time, the Lakers coaching vacancy was not a vacancy. We had Luke Walton in as coach, right? So it was a mere hypothetical. Now it has become somewhat of a reality. And I would just like to reiterate once again, in case there was confusion on where I stood, that I do not want Jason Kidd (laughs) as head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm -hmm. For sure. I'll go back and cut the tape. I was creating an argument as devil's advocate Mm -hmm. and also expressing some positive aspects of what I think could be a Jason Kidd head coaching position. However, now that it is real and there are other candidates, I would like to express that of the three candidates discussed, four, excuse me, he ranks fifth. (laughs) Behind Rob Palenka as coach himself. I was actually going to say Kurt Rambis. Don't don't we have enough devil advocates? Like, can we get something else in the room? Like, I feel like we have a lot of devil's advocates in the front office right now. <laughs> we just have the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. An advocate. <laughs> <laughs> the devil speaks for himself <laughs> inside the UCLA Health Training Center. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, okay, that was the one thing I wanted to say. The second thing, and then I'll let you guys go, is that Kurt Rambis interviewed with Rob Palenka. Uh, interview Jason Kidd with Rob Palenka. If you recall, the Monty Williams interview, the Ty Lue interview, those were both Rob Palenka mm-hmm. interviews one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Additionally, uh, when it was first revealed that Jason Kidd could be an option, remembered earlier in the season, mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith, a.k.a. Magic Johnson's mouthpiece, yep. said on air that that was complete malarkey. Right. What that means to me is that Magic Johnson, I'm inferring here, of course, but what that means to me is that Magic Johnson was the um, the drawbridge that was raised so that Jason Kidd could not cross into Lakers Castle. And now that Magic Johnson is gone, the drawbridge is down and Genie is waving him in. <laughs> so I, first off, I think the Jason Kidd interview is just, I, personally, I think it's just a due diligence thing. I don't mm-hmm. think they're being like completely serious with that. Uh, they just want to interview as many. I think they're doing the right thing in interviewing as many candidates as possible. I don't think Jason Kidd should be a candidate. I would like to see them uh, interview more than just those three. Um, but Kurt Rambis, I think I could be wrong here. Is he because I know he wasn't with the first rounds with the other guys, but is he not mm-hmm. going to be in this? I'm guessing he'll be in the second rounds with them. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not. Sh- they haven't really said what his like position is, but I'm assuming he's going to be very involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense, right? But even so, there that that would that would just illuminate the difference, right? That he that Rambus would be involved in the second round with some guys when he was involved in the first round with with Kid. Yeah, right, right. And then to your point about uh, uh, Magic being like the person saying no about Jason Kidd, I love how there's like a bunch of things coming out where like Magic kind of looks like he was in charge of a few things that like, because now people are saying, you know, LeBron was like Magic's the reason LeBron is here and like people know that, but <laughs> but now it looks like it's even like more uh, like looked at and then also Magic wanted Palinka and Luke gone and Genie was saying no. And then Magic was now, now like Magic was, uh, there were like emails talking crap about Magic, stuff like that. Now he's starting to look like the good guy. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty interesting now how things have, how the turns have tabled. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see the Tanya report after that said um, Jason Kidd wasn't like a really a candidate? Oh, I did not see that. Yeah, so after the interview um, that that came out, Tanya, she said that the that he wasn't really a candidate and the interview wasn't scheduled at all. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I kind of see this Jason Kidd thing as, like, he showed up at the... Because it happened at the practice facility, right? Yeah. And, yeah, so I think, like, he just showed up and they talked to him for, like, a few hours. And then he, like, leaked it as an interview. That's kind of how... I also read somewhere that he has the same agent as Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it's just a like a like a courtesy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I can see that too. I feel I feel dirty, kind of defending Palinka for interviewing him. <laughs> <laughs> why would you feel what? Like I don't understand why you would not just support the Lakers' vice president of basketball operations without <laughs> any type of trepidation. Listen, He's the leader of the team. Listen, devil's advocate. All right, you stop it right there. <laughs> We just call it Blinka's Advocate from now on. <laughs> uh, so I guess I guess I, because times have changed, uh, opinions have changed. I'm wondering if you guys have any uh, any changes in who you want the the head coach to be. Now that we sort of now we're entering to to quote Doctor Strange, we're in the end game now. So you know, any changes in who I'd want as head coach? Yeah, it's still Ty Lue for me. Uh, that that still hasn't even changed a bit. My order probably goes Ty Lue, Juwan Howard, Monty Williams, and then it just ends right there. As far as available candidates. Yeah, I'd probably go Monty Williams, but to me they're all pretty, like Monty and Ty is pretty close. Like I feel, I don't I don't feel either of them pushes the needle farther than the other, if that makes sense. Yeah. My my biggest thing as to why is just with Ty Lue. I mean, I, I've said it before, but he's he's won a championship with LeBron. So he knows, like, my thing is he knows how to push LeBron's buttons. Like, he knows how to make, like, LeBron get angry in a sense and bring out that other side of LeBron because of, like, what he... He calls LeBron out on his stuff, that, and that's not what a lot of coaches do. Right. And as based on the reports, LeBron gets pretty defensive when he does it, too. And I guess that makes him go crazy and beat the Warriors when they're down 3-1. So I would like that LeBron on my team. And I mean, LeBron played fin- like besides his defense at times and stuff like that. He still is a beast. So, I mean, just having Ty Lue as the coach and understanding how to make LeBron be LeBron is something big. And I think I think that, that like with the available candidates, he's easily the one. I would give him my rose. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, I just caught it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just caught it. I was like, your rose. <laughs> You've made a Bachelor reference on the on the show, haven't you? I think I have one. And it's funny because I've never seen one episode before. But you, you never seen one episode no, of The Bachelor? No. I don't know. But I've I never should. seen an episode either. I should. I feel like I feel like it's very entertaining. You know what was one of my like guilty pleasure reality TV shows? Not counting Jersey Shore's first season because I actually did enjoy that. <laughs> but like like that was just like a cultural phenomenon. I'm yeah. talking about a real yeah. guilty pleasure. Yeah. Yo, I watched like a whole season of Bad Girls Club, and that was fire. <laughs> <laughs> that was fire, and it wasn't like one of the. It was like season seven. It was like knee deep. I just turned on the TV one day. I was like, "Oh, these girls crazy." <laughs> I've never seen that either. <laughs> I don't think you're missing anything. <laughs> don't think you're missing much. Then they spun that off right into all the real worlds kind of thing. Like yes. it, it was first Bad Girls, and then like it spun off to like real world this, real world that. I think. Yeah, I watched I watched uh, a lot of real world stuff on MTV. Yeah, do you think that's real? Like it's, I know it's called real world, but yeah, <laughs> very meta. <laughs> I I think some things are staged, but I think some are real. Yeah. Okay, my opinion is always like the first couple seasons are like they're just legit randomly insane people <laughs> mm-hmm. and then uh-huh. like eventually the show gets big and then like you get new cast members who are like oh yeah i'm about to act out because i'm gonna be on this show and yeah. then like they slowly get more watered down and more yeah. watered down do you, you can't hide those cameras right like they're huge cameras yeah, yeah. Do, do you guys remember next no what was that damn unless you're talking about the wwe division no nah, I don't know no no it was like a show on mtv at least i think it's called next um it's like on a bus where it's like, ah, oh, crap, how do I explain it? I don't even know how to properly explain it. It's like, there's, you know what? I'm, I'm going to look this up. Next was a dating show. Oh, this doesn't even describe it. Just saying who produces it. All right. Well, I don't know how to <laughs> describe it too well, just because I haven't seen it probably in about nine years. But it was just a dating show. In a sense. I mean, like it was you tin- said it was... It was Tinder, but on a bus. I was about to say, you said it was a dating show on a bus. I don't really know. That's a, that's a good enough premise for me. <laughs> that's pretty intriguing. How they so get I, on the bus? When do they get off? How often do they stop? Is there a bathroom? Are there beds? I'm good to go. You know, I Googled it, question. and it's just like a bunch of pictures of people with their like Tinder profile next to them. Yeah, that's. I'm telling you, it was literally Tinder, but on a bus. <laughs> like Sometimes like people would just walk in, and they'd be like, nah. Oh, wow. I get what you're saying now. It's like speed dating on a tour bus. Yeah. So like, but no, you're not just on the bus. Like they, they, they like walk, they're in the bus and then they walk out and then they go meet the person. And like at any point, the person can just say, like, let's just say it was like five guys going to meet a girl. And then um, like the first person gets their shot at like impressing oh. her. And then they go on the date. And if at any point she says next, like you just have to leave. You got to get it back on the bus. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and then somebody gets off the bus. Exactly. Yo, that actually sounds like fire. Dude, it was a good show. I, I, My parents always made me change the channel because they were like, what is this crap? And then I would be like, okay. And then I'd go to my room and watch WWE or Next or Jersey Shore. <laughs> you know, or that both. That is amazing. <laughs> exactly. And when you were done with one show, you were like, Next. All right. Fantastic. Exactly. <laughs> okay, back to the Lakers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, real quick, <laughs> I, there was one more story, 
there was one more story I wanted to discuss. There are actually two Rick Buecher reports that I wanted to discuss. Uh, one was a little bit, um, I, I guess it was mundane that the the Lakers are going to hire a coach in the next four to five days. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's that's a Buecher report. So hopefully we'll have some clarity on that situation in the next four to five days if Rick Buecher's right. What he also reported was that apparently, I don't know if you guys saw this, but apparently there was some uh, a little bit of an mm-hmm. email snafu yep, yep. Yeah. that led to Magic's resignation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And apparently Genie was, you know, BCCing Magic on everything mm-hmm. because Magic was Pobo <laughs> and Rob was talking a little bit at trash. <laughs> now, you want to talk about Jersey Shore, <laughs> Bad Girls Club. That's what this sounds like. This sounds like... Like there's a there's an HBO documentary or excuse me drama on the Showtime Lakers mm-hmm. uh, that's going to come out soon. That's yeah. what this sounds like a TV show. That's what this sounds that's, like. I'm telling you, you could do like three seasons. Uh, like at, like some some network can do three seasons on just this this. I mean three seasons of just this season of the Lakers easily. <laughs> So we, we can't even tamper correctly in our own building. Is this what's <laughs> this what's happening? <laughs> can't even tamper with each other. I know. How do you think she found out? Do you think Magic just walked in and was like, "Hey, Genie, uh, I've been getting these emails." <laughs> just like, how did? How do you? I wish I was there to just see the moment where like she found out that she was accidentally adding Magic to the emails. You can't accidentally add someone to an email. There's no way she purposefully was like doing that. The story did not say the word accidentally (laughs) once. It did not say mistake by accident. It said CC and blind CC. Listen, as much as we like not bag on Jeannie, but like like say how she's not doing the right things. I I feel like she has no evil in her whatsoever. Yeah. Like, I feel like she wants to make the Lakers great so bad, and she wants to, like, just, you know, bring back the championships, but she just doesn't, she's not doing the right steps. Um, mm-hmm. But I think she's, she's got a good heart, and she actually, like, cares. Wait. So I don't think she would do that. <laughs> doesn't mean she can't talk I mean, it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's also, it wasn't like, like, I don't necessarily know, I, obviously I don't know what the email said, but it's not like the emails were like Rob's email and Jeannie like, oh, Magic's such a piece of hate that guy you know what i'm saying like it might have just been like hey don't really think magic like knows what's going on with our cap situation next year and genie's like responding like hey bcc like actually you know like tell me what you think being like hey magic like do you know what's going on like should we talk like i don't know i feel like i get like at my job i get bcc'd or cc'd on a lot of stuff that's not necessarily for me but it's a conversation that might be relevant to me and people might respond not knowing I'm BCC'd, and they might say, hey, yeah, like, Charlie Dom's <laughs> slacking a little bit, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> not knowing that I'm seeing the email. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, you know, that's SOP, that's, stand- that's unwritten standard operating procedure, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, in some organizations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, well, like, what he said was they were just saying that he wasn't there, right, basically? Like, they were just saying what he wasn't <laughs> doing. Like they were just commenting on the fact that he wasn't doing his job, and then he saw that and was mad. I guess that they were commenting on him not doing could, his job. I could see Rob sending out an email and the caption saying, "I mean, the caption, the uh, <laughs> wow, social media <laughs> Jeez, generation." I know, I know, I know. <laughs> the caption of the email, <laughs> the filter on the email, um, lo-fi. Um, 
It's a Drake lyric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I could see the I could see the subject of the email being I already know the answer, and then the email being itself saying, "Hey, coming in early to work is magic." There, wink face. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> this is the first time I've seen Rick Buker on my timeline. Right, like it's like April, I think, April twenty fifth. Is this like his first Lakers story? It could be. I, I feel like the answer is no, only because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like someone else reported something having to do with Rick Buecher, and and like immediately people were like, <laughs> "No, that's bullshit," because Rick Buecher doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, I don't know if that's you know how like what the deal is, but in, I remember seeing something and people were upset because they were like, "Rick Buecher doesn't know." In all honesty, ha- has any other team been talked about like even a little bit? that aren't in the playoffs like i know there's lakers and i know like with what happened with the suns they were talked about for maybe like 30 minutes but yeah i have seen the lakers like have like 10 minutes like topics on first take every day but i haven't seen any other team talked about at all any non-playoff team talked about at all so so do, i don't know if you guys watched but um the raptors and magic were playing on espn and it was like a close game right Mm-hmm. And it goes it goes to halftime and their first thing is we have Woj here to talk about the Lakers. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I remember that. I th- Thanks Woj. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Kawhi just had like twenty five and five and didn't matter. <laughs> and it can be about the littlest thing too it's like lakers asking permission to talk to let's just say monty williams there'll be like 30 minute sessions where people just talk about that and which i don't like we talk about it but like what i'm saying for on like espn and stuff like that if any other yeah. team said that it would not even be even hinted about <laughs> well, we're at the top of the totem pole why do i feel like we're at the bottom <laughs> That was sad. Sorry. Yeah, that was real depressing. <laughs> yeah. Um. So another uh another report uh from from you know the the me- the media bigwigs of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Plaschke was on uh, Jorge Sedano's show. I'm pulling these straight from Lakers subreddit, by the way. <laughs> uh, another quote. Another quote. Ty Lue was essentially asked to put Rambus on his staff as second in command. Says it's either Rambus is assistant head coach or assistant GM coming out of this coaching search. Wait, what? Calls calls Linda Rambus the shadow owner. But who who reported oh, this? Bill Plaschke. Oh God. I I I just I don't believe it just because I feel like Lakers aren't leaking anything. Yeah, we have like a thin line between opinion and like reporting now, and I don't know, it's kind of hard to see. That seems like very. Out of the box. Yeah, I, that's a that's a wild story, if true. Is it a wild story? <laughs> Honestly, it, nothing's wild anymore. It's just all... Look, the man is interviewing head coaching candidates. I think he's probably got a little bit of cachet enough to be whatever he wants to be in the organization. Especially so, if his wife is the shadow owner. So he's... Interviewing coaches, telling them, put me on your staff or else I'm the GM. <laughs> like, what? what? <laughs> just listen how that sounded. I mean, it just. <laughs> Either I work for you or you work for me. Your choice, Ty Lue. 
<laughs> or and my wife runs everything, by the way. So, oh, by the way, <laughs> secretly, secretly, she runs See, everything. Shadow owner, she's the shadow executive. After all this time, that's why we're keeping it on the low. This is terrifying. No, this is horrible. What are you? Oh, that, if that is true, that's probably the worst news I've heard. The worst Laker news for sure. <laughs> no, easily that easily takes a cake. That's that's Lakers are just trapping people into into just horrible decisions. So there are a bunch of decisions being made that are going to affect the basketball team mm-hmm. and the basketball product on the floor. And yet, none of them are being made with basketball in mind. Right. Uh, so I only got through half of the uh, episode of The Wire for this week's Hashtag Forum Wire Watch. Mm-hmm. But there's a scene in the beginning of the episode. I, Ali, I, it's not important. Do you mind? Uh, no, go right ahead. Okay. Well, I think I know which one you're talking about. There's a scene in the beginning of the episode where D'Angelo Barksdale sitting on the couch... In the yard with uh, the two guys whose names yes. I don't know, but his two little lieutenants. Uh-huh. And they were playing checkers <laughs> on a checkers board with chess pieces. <laughs> and they're just using the chess pieces as checkers. And D'Angelo goes, you can't play checkers with no damn chess board. <laughs> and I feel like Jeannie Buss is currently playing checkers with a chess board. We are having a basketball team being run like it's like a general store in Little House on the Prairie. Like, Kurt Rambis does not, he's not, he should not be the assistant GM. But it doesn't matter because he knows how to cook the books in the back when we sell too much Dapper Dan pomade. So, like, that was a Oh Brother Where Art Thou reference. I don't know. Like, y'all caught that. I didn't, anyway, but it's cool. I, yeah, I, I didn't, it. but now I know. We're, 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 playing, we're, playing, we're playing checkers with a chessboard right now. We're running this basketball team like it's not a basketball team. Hmm. And that is doubly so if Linda Rambis is the shadow owner, which, like, keep in mind, let me not be crass, keep in mind, Jeannie is having serious family issues right now. So okay. maybe, you know, you know, you know, seeing her mom through a tough time right now. So maybe, you know, the Linda Rambis being the shadow owner thing, maybe that's just Linda doing her friend a solid while she goes through some tough times. And obviously, Kurt is well-versed in basketball with his time in the league so you know maybe this is just a temporary thing but but damn <laughs> doesn't look good not not great bob <laughs> and to keep going on the wire first of all we need our own d'angelo barksdale to come like he just came right and he was like in two seconds he's like what the hell are you guys doing right <laughs> <laughs> and i feel like that's what we need we just need like one smart guy to, or, or woman to come and be like what the hell are you guys doing? Like, I could show you in 10 minutes, like, <laughs> how to play chess. <laughs> imagine someone coming in. Imagine Bob Myers coming in and getting told, uh, listen, you're either, <laughs> you're either hiring me as coach. Like, Kurt Rams tells me, you're either hiring me as coach or you're putting me as an assistant coach. There's no way around it. Bob Myers would be like, all right, I will go back to Golden State. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to pay Draymond Green $220 million. <laughs> Oof. Well, oh, th- those are better. Those are better problems than what we're having, honestly. Facts. <laughs> Super facts. <laughs> oh man. Um. Also, real quick, 
<laughs> real quick so i'm you know obviously i'm still just like on the lakers subreddit uh just seeing what else we can talk about and i just accidentally refreshed and the first thing that pops up in the new tab is magic johnson reportedly resigned from lakers after being copied on emails about bad job performance from foxnews.com <laughs> and i'm like how'd they get the scoop <laughs> what the hell <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still confused. These emails being CC'd everywhere, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Didn't she have an email issue with, like, Bomber 2 or something? It was like, oh, yeah, they got leaked. Yeah, exactly. Damn, they just, yo, she getting her emails leaked like crazy. She... <laughs> <laughs> Jeannie Hillary Clinton bus out here, dog. I, I can't talk. I, I like if I'm gonna make fun of her emails, I still have Hotmail and I get made fun of that every day. So I mean I Do made you? a Gmail, but I used yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Bruh, I send you the email to record this and I forget you have Hotmail. Yeah. No, I get I get I get destroyed for it every time. That's why even I when realized I, I was like, sorry, go ahead. I was just even when I see a Yahoo one, I'm like, what are you doing? Like Yeah. When I see a Yahoo email, I think that someone's like burner email. Like I think they're doing some <laughs> shistiness. Those are those are one of the emails you make when you just want like a free week subscription of something. Yeah, like you you wanted to you wanted to invite yourself to Uber Eats real quick to get five dollars off. <laughs> that's smart though. Um, it is. I mean, I, I, that's why I have six email accounts. So yeah. <laughs> um, I now have two. What's your second one? A Gmail. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Yeah. Um, I guess one other thing. This is somewhat good news. Are we done with the bad news? Can we move to good news? Is it? Let me guess. Is the good news going to be something about the not Lakers? No, it's it's okay. about it's about the Lakers. Okay. I was okay. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Josh Hart tweeted that he's back on the oh, back, yes. back exercise yes. and he's he can bike now. I, that was very exciting. I saw that. and I was like, awesome. <laughs> the Lakers like tweeted out pictures too. That's uh, that's super exciting. That's yeah. really exciting. Yeah, I, I need I need Lonzo to be next. Ah, uh, can't wait. Yeah, Bart Scott, can't wait. <laughs> You're all with the references today. Yeah, I don't know what it is. This is because I'm just tired. <laughs> I have to use other people's words because my words aren't coming quick enough. <laughs> all right. Um. While uh, I guess I, are we done with Lakers news? Yeah, I think so. Is there anything else? I don't think so. I can't think of anything. All right. Well, uh, unlike the Lakers, there are teams playing basketball currently. There are. (laughs) (laughs) My Blazers are winning. I don't know what you guys are talking about. (laughs) (laughs) When does the big three start? There's some former Lakers there. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm waiting for W on May 9th. I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't care what's going on in these playoffs. Uh Waiting for what? Shout out, Dame. Oh, uh, sorry, WNBA. We oh, call okay. it W. Is we, oh, okay. we shorten it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize that wasn't a thing until I started saying that, like outside of my job. And I was like, Yeah, I mean, W is gonna start, and they're like, <laughs> You're gonna start getting. You you're gonna start getting wins. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, man! Can't wait for your W's. I'm waiting for some W's myself. Um. I've been getting some L's lately. Oh, you watch lacrosse? <laughs> yeah. I actually, I actually, I actually do plan on applying to a job with the Duluth Swarm of the National Lacrosse League. So that was actually quite topical. Ooh, maybe I knew that. 
You got tabs on my <laughs> on my my browser. You've been you, tracking my Chrome. No, man, you've been CCing me on your emails. <laughs> <laughs> I saw what you said about Raj. That's messed up. Yeah, my bad, Raj. My bad. Um. Yeah, Dame Dollar hit a thirty-seven footer to win. Step back. Okay, mm-hmm. step back. I keep forgetting the step back. That's my favorite part. It was a bad shot. Come on. It's a bad shot. <laughs> Listen, hey, if we're if I'm being real, it was a bad shot. It was. D- Paul George is a hundred percent right. But no, 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 Paul no, George no, no. is wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. C- continue, continue, hold continue. On. He's a hundred percent right, but he had no right to use that as his answer. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. It was a bad. Th- you don't you don't hold it and then just shoot from that far, especially because Paul George contested it pretty well too. But Paul George sure. should have just said, literally should have just said. I felt like I contested it really well, but it was a damn good shot, and he made it. Raj, go ahead. <laughs> but that's his shot, though. Like I, we've seen him make that like what six, six, seven times, like a step back three to the right. So we've seen him make it far, but not that far. All right, can I be real with you? I'm gonna give mm-hmm. you. I'm gonna give you two things. I hope. I hope you never lie to me. One, <laughs> one throughout the series against OKC. Dame shot 10 of 18 from 30 feet and beyond. Yeah. 10 of 18. That's better than 50% off threes from 30 feet out. Additionally, Damian Lillard for throughout the season shot 38.6% on threes from 30 feet out. Mm -hmm. Paul George's regular three-point percentage is Mm 38.4. So Dame is a better shooter from 30-plus than Paul George (laughs) is from the three. You got scouting report. Got to know that. Yes. But, I mean, are you saying that's a good shot then? It's a good shot for Portland. Like, where else were they going to go with that is my thing. Uh, you, you drive or, like, you get closer to the line. I mean, like, again, again, let me say this. I'm very happy he made that. I don't want OKC to win. I I think that was a horrible answer by Paul George. But you're telling me if he misses that shot, he is not going to get absolutely castrated by the media the next day? I certainly hope not. That would be very rude for <laughs> I the know. media to do. <laughs> He had like forty-seven points and like no, but like you don't think you don't think people are would say like what what was that shot? You you don't think people would say that at all? He might have, I guess, because it was tie. It was a tie game, right? Yeah. So I guess he could have went and got like a two, drove in. But I mean, I I don't know. I would hope not. Again, let me just say this: I thought that was so <laughs> sick. I'm I'm not gonna lie. When he when they got the ball with 22 seconds and he left and he just started dribbling, I was like, no, 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 <laughs> go to the basket. <laughs> it was like two seconds. It. Yeah, it was like two seconds left, and he was still like just <laughs> to talk. I, like I was getting stressed. I was like, bruh, they're like there's no time on the clock, and you're at half court. <laughs> That's what my. I was literally just standing. I mean, when he was just standing there and it was like four seconds and he hadn't moved, I was just thinking, wow, he's really going to shoot from back here. Yeah. Dude, when that went in, I think I yelled for like 20 seconds. That was the most (laughs) excited I got for a non-Laker buzzer beater, I think. That was a great game, too. Yeah. Oh, such a good game. Yeah, that was probably top one of the playoffs. I thought OKC had that because Dame went out in the beginning of the fourth and they went down by like, what, 12? Yeah, they down, went down 15 with, like, yeah. six minutes left. Yeah. And then Westbrook just lost his mind. Like, I don't know what he was doing the last five minutes. Did any of you watch... Westbrooking it up. Did any of you watch Westbrook's post-game comments? Yeah. Okay, tell me, how was that? Was he... How, how was he? 
he was despondent, <laughs> like usual. Yeah. Did uh, please tell me that dude asked him a question? I forgot his name, but the guy he says next question to Barry Trammell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. What, did Westbrook? No, answer? I thought he. I thought he gave him. A, I thought he gave him. A, uh, he, not really sure. Yeah, he did. He actually answered it. It wasn't like an answer. He said, "I'm not like like you say." He said, "I'm not really sure," but that's, that's more than. Yeah, that's more than next question. Wow. Also, I just want to be on record. I don't like. I listened to a podcast. They were interviewing Barry Trammell or Trammell, however you say his name, and like he was acting like it was something really personal with him and Russ, mm-hmm. and like I don't think that's true because. When I like, I look at transcripts of the presser sometimes, and it's not just Barry Trammell, it's anyone from the Oklahoman. Like, mm-hmm. he just doesn't answer questions from that paper. And if you recall, that's the same paper that ran the right. Mr. Unreliable headline about Kevin Durant mm-hmm. when Kevin Durant came up short like five years ago. So I, I'm not saying it's not super petty by Russell, but like, people are making it out to be it's like Russell versus Barry Trammell. And like, I don't think Russell Westbrook gives a sh- about Barry Trammell. <laughs> I think I think he's being petty about the newspaper because they helped run his best friend out of town by being critical instead of like being a hometown newspaper. And I think he's just like sick of them, which like I'm not saying that's right, but like I don't think Russell Westbrook like hates this 50-year-old Oklahoma City reporter. No. Every reporter has kind of come out and be like, yeah, Westbrook's an asshole to me. And then they like say why. Westbrook seems like a cool dude outside of basketball, though. He seems like a, he, I mean, yeah. from everything I've seen, it's, he seems like it's just in basketball, he becomes like this guy who just not hates the world, but doesn't want to have anything to do with anyone else besides his teammates. He's got that Mamba mentality, baby. <laughs> yes, but he it, he also takes it to like this different level, not like a higher level, but like this different <laughs> level. It's not a higher level. It's just around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's off to the side. Um. Oh, real quick, while we're still in the playoffs, I just wanted to give a a a healthy R.I.P. to D'Angelo Russell's first playoff mm-hmm. run. Mm-hmm. Round of um, applause, please. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you. I do. Please, I, please I've applaud seen, my son. Thank you. <laughs> I've seen a lot of slander because he had a very yeah. up and down first uh, first playoff run. Like the playoffs are different the first time around. I don't think that's any secret and if you look at you know guys who are solid playoff contributors now especially main ball handlers like they had a first a tough first playoff run i thought d'angelo definitely had some ups and downs but he had some really bright shining moments in that series uh yeah. he hit a couple big shots had a couple disgusting turnovers had a couple streaks where he didn't hit a shot but i think he you know he performed i mean i'm not going to say you know as well as he could have but he performed much better than i ever thought he would on that stage um yeah. against against a team that completely outclassed the debts. So shout out D'Lo. Yes, shout out D'Lo and shout out that max contract you're probably gonna get this summer. <laughs> yeah. I think I thought he played well. The the conversation's weird on him. He's either like a superstar or like a G League player. That's it's really weird. Wait, people are calling him a G League player? Well, they're just saying like the conversation about him is so like in the extremes. Like it was, he was either like really bad or like really oh, good. Yeah, Most, yeah, yeah. I'm not calling him Alex Caruso. I'm just saying Alex Caruso is not a G League player anymore. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Caruso is a member of the Young Core. Yes. Just <laughs> ask my roommate. Uh, okay. Anybody else have anything else from the playoffs? Uh, that other team across from you know the other LA team has done pretty well. They just beat the Warriors. But we are not going to discuss that. 
I can't even be a hater. I Lou Will's a former Laker, so I feel like I can show him love. That boy Cole. He's so he's so good. <laughs> he's so good. And that boy Cole. I will repeat this on every podcast. I still think the trade was the correct trade. I'm not going to be one of those people that say yep. that was a stupid trade. It was the correct trade. That's it from the playoffs then. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go uh, Bucks. Please keep Embiid's knee healthy. Oh, true. Of course. Yes. Oh wait, before before we go, um, do you guys think Portland has a chance like against Denver? Let's say Denver advances. Yeah, I think Portland beats Denver. You think I, so? I okay. Here's here's my thing. I think they do if uh, Cantor's healthy. I don't know how Cantor oh. is, but they need Cantor. And if he's not healthy, no, Denver wins because Jokic is just gonna Jokic is just gonna eat them up alive. If I think I mean, that's fair. Because Cantor's not a defensive center by any means, but right. they just you just need bodies. You need mm-hmm. you need you know some centers out there i'm just thinking about dame attacking like Jokic on pick and rolls every single time and it's making me smile (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh just to to reference your uh your canter count apparently he separated his shoulder i did see that but he said he's playing uh i mean he's he's got he's a tough guy so i (laughs) i could definitely see it it's just uh it just sucks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it sucks. Like, not that I don't like Myers Leonard or Zach Collins, but, you know, you got D and up. Jokic is a different beast. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's a different animal and the same beast. So, like, <laughs> it'll be tough. Yeah, for sure. Raj, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got you. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, go, go Spurs. Uh, Oof. Yeah, I know, right? That's trash. I, it's funny because like, I agree, <laughs> but just hearing it sounds weird. Yeah, I would bleep it, but it's not going to make any sense if I bleep it. Ooh, so. I forgot. Uh, what about him? <laughs> don't we don't we bleep him out? Yeah, Uh-oh. but now I got to bleep him out. You're not going to wait. Excuse me? <laughs> I, no, I said now I got to bleep him oh, out. Oh, I thought you said now you're not going to. I was like, what? No, we can't say his name. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, had to. Okay. Well, by the next time you listen to... Uh, well, I guess the next time you listen to an episode of the forum after this episode, the Lakers, according to Rick Buecher, might have a coach. I'm I'm telling y'all, it's Ty Lue. <laughs> I mean, look, man, the ring's the thing, and uh, Ty Lue has got that thing. I'm just so happy that we got a coach before a president. It makes total sense. <laughs> I mean, to be completely honest, like, it does make sense, right? Like, you want to have your cabinet before you elect the president. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Like, how, how am I going to know who I want as president if I don't know who the Secretary of the Interior is? Yeah, why would you want the president to have his own cabinets? Yeah. And Rob's going to go hire his boss because that's how it works, right, in companies? Like, the person below hires the guy above them every time. Every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I need to know who's, I need to know who's frying the fries <laughs> before I figure out who's ordering them from, from headquarters, from McDonald's headquarters, <laughs> all right? <laughs> We run down up. That's how these companies run. (laughs) (laughs) A bottom-up structure out here. Uh, Oh, man. All right. Well, hopefully we'll have a coach. Maybe we'll have a president of basketball operations. Maybe maybe we'll never have one ever again. Maybe. Maybe. You know what? I hope they they give Jesse Mermaids a shot. Jesse Murray? I, I did not I see thinking, that coming I was at thinking, all. I was thinking of the most random name I could say that kind of you could think about and be like, wait, are they giving him a shot? 
Just some yeah, that was that was perfect because that was my exact reaction. Yeah, that's what I was, I was like, for. did I miss something? Jesse Murphy. What? <laughs> oh man. He has Laker blood. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Alright. Well, uh, thank you as always for listening. Holla at us on Twitter if you have any questions. We gotta do a mailbag again soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll 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 get that together at another date. Uh, hopefully, the next time we have some more Laker news. No, I'm certain we will. Don't worry. Yeah, I mean, there's something new every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so until next time, this has been the forum. Peace. Blouses. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>